Today, we have just Adara in the studio. Boo! But that doesn't change the fact that you're listening to KSKQ 89.5 FM Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ translator K231CW 94.1 FM in Medford, Oregon. We're also streaming at www.kskq.org. And as I said before, you're listening to Dream Infringement. Dream Infringement is a super squad of four friends. Adara, Spiffy Burns, that's the me one. Bobby, Chico de Gallo Castillo. Jennifer, the scheduler Woodside. And Emily, the four-eyed evader Castillo. But I don't know why I told you all that, because they're not here tonight. You just have me. And while we normally enjoy telling stories and playing songs based on a weekly theme, this week we're doing a little something special. And it's called Askadara. What's Askadara, you ask? Well, that's the question I'll answer first during this hour. It is a special segment of Dream Infringement, in a way a podcast within a radio show, where I, Adara, the illustrious and wise, answer listener questions in a semi-serious but mostly really not that serious or wise way because I'm only 21 and I'm just trying my best. All right, well, now that we've got our first question down and answered, I'm going to put down our first song. And that is Stones by Neil Diamond. So listen up and enjoy. It's coming. Loading is a fun thing that happens sometimes. While we're waiting, I'm just going to point out things that I see. There appears to be like a G.I. Joe action figure in front of me. He seems entertaining. Um, All kinds of buttons and knobs, most of which I don't touch. Really just the two things that I touch. Well, a lot of knobs, not that many buttons. So, you know, that's my experience. Uh, there's a calendar with a snowman on it. It's wearing a little yellow scarf. There's the song. All right. I'm going to give this all to you. See you in a few, listeners. Stones would play inside her head. Well, partway through that song, we got a little sneak peek of our next question. This one is an audio special from co-host Bobby Castillo. Here we go. Ask away, Bobby. Sherlock Holmes. Monk. Our television screens have been graced with I'm going to start that one over. I'm a bit of a mess. Columbo. Sherlock Holmes. Monk. Our television screens have been graced with eccentric, unique detectives such as these, each more different than the last, but they get the job done. So my question to you is, Zadara, if you were wrongfully accused of murder, who would you have, what fictional detective would you have solve your case? All right. Thank you so much for that illuminating question, Bobby. 
after giving it mere seconds of thought, I am pretty certain that I would choose uh, Detective Sean Lasseter. Not Detective um, Sean. Oh, man. It's probably not a good sign if I can't remember his last name. Uh, the guy from Psych and Burton Guster and Detective Carlton Lasseter and Juliette O'Hara, all of them as a team, just teaming up to save me. And it's going to look really like I'm going to go to jail until the very end of the episode when suddenly they figure it out. Um, and no one asked this question, but... If I were to be framed for murder, I think it would be someone putting poison in a flu shot. Because I get flu shots sometimes, and obviously that would be the best way to sneakily make me accidentally murder someone. It's probably one of the pharmacy technicians. They're always jealous. And, just for fun, we're going to do... A second question during this brief interlude between songs I have decided to play for particular questions, but really for the people who ask the questions because I think they need them. But one of our listeners, Tamara, asks, do you have a secret art Instagram and will you share it with me? That question is directed at me, Adara, and the answer is yes. Um. Now it's up to you to find it. And while you're looking for it, I am going to play you a song. It's called Hard Times, and it is by Guster. Well, wasn't that a downer? Just kidding. It's an Afghadara episode. All the songs are downers. No, but really they are. Um, but let's not worry about that now. Instead, let's go back to questions. The first I have is one from my other co-host, Jennifer Woodside. She's great. You may remember her from the intro as Jennifer, the scheduler, Woodside. She asks... I'm very confused by the fact that my parents buy one-ply toilet paper. How do people live like that? No, but how? That's an excellent question, Jennifer, and I think I can help to explain some of that to you. The truth is, people from our parents' generation just don't seem to require the kind of comfort that us millennials do. Which is funny because neither Jennifer nor I is a millennial, but we are people who require comfort in our lives. That means quilted, at least two-ply toilet paper. At least. Um, that also means not being cold and having food that tastes good. These are all things that my dad does not care about. Um, and I'm assuming that's what's happening with your parents as well. They were raised in a time when we were able, or when we weren't able to just have good stuff. Like, 
quilted three-ply toilet paper that's like extra soft and doesn't leave any bits behind. Yeah. I need to buy better toilet paper is I think when I'm getting out of this. Not th- I mean mine is obviously two ply, but like I could aim higher. You're listening to KSKQ 89.5 FM Ashland, Oregon and 94.1 FM Medford, Oregon. Right now, we're in the middle of an Ask Adara episode of Dream Infringement. I continue to call it the podcast within the radio show. And we're about to hear another song. Are you ready for this? I don't know that you are, but that's okay. Because this song will help you get through it. It's called Shelter. And it's beautiful. Thanks to Broken Bells. And we're back. This is still Ask Adara, and I've got two new questions for you. That's right. This one's a twofer. Thanks to Cinema Historian, one of our listeners from the great wide world of Washington. So that's fun and exciting. Not everyone who listens is from right here. One of the many reasons community radio is for everyone. But that's off topic. Cinema Historian asks, do you remember any of the dreams you had in childhood? And the answer to that is, why, yes, I do. Almost exclusively the nightmares. Um, most saliently, the one where I am being chased by a swarm of giant ants that are out to get me for crushing their brethren. It is unpleasant, would not recommend. Um, I also had some dreams where I was fighting giant spiders, giant beetles. You may be sensing a theme. Um, Ladybugs were always chill, though. Never had any bad dreams about ladybugs. But in general, small, crawly things were terrifying to me. I think I got bitten by ants a lot, or maybe that's something I made up to make this dream make more sense. Regardless. Bo's next question was, also, if you could pick a song to play at your own funeral, what would it be? And then he adds, I promise that last one is not a veiled threat. Thank you, Bo. The winky face makes it seem like it is a veiled threat, but that's fine. I guess if I'm not back next week, you'll all know what happened. And if you attend my funeral, you will likely hear my funeral playlist. I have been making it for a while, about a year and a half now, and I actually just made an addition to it today because I was screening some new music to play for all of you lovely folks because you deserve it um so the song that you're about to hear is from my funeral playlist it's called finish line and it is by white lies too late he knows you're all back to front
Well, I think that'll really keep this um, funeral going, you know? Just like upbeat and peppy, but still maybe make you think a little bit because it's named Finish Line and I'm dead. <laughs> I make myself laugh. And it's about that time to remind you all that you're listening to Dream Infringement which is on KSKQ 89.5 FM Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ Translator, K231CW 94.1 FM Medford, Oregon. We're also streaming on KSKQ.org, so if you're not in our listening radius, no problem. Because the world is our listening radius thanks to the internet. Just hit the Stream Now button. It's a great time. I've done it. And... We're having a special Ask Adara episode of Dream Infringement, so I'm going to go back to answering questions. Next up, one from one of my favorite co-hosts, Yuhu Emily. That's her Instagram handle. But her name is Emily. You remember her? She's on here like every week. She's great. Very funny, kind of sweet, a little darker than you'd expect from her like uplifting personality and her bright, cheery disposition. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Anyway, she asks, what is your oldest piece of clothing that is still in your wardrobe rotation? And I had to give this one some thought, but I actually have three answers. So the piece of clothing I have had the longest that I still regularly wear is a first layer ribbed cami from um old navy i have had it since middle school and i still wear it on the rig it is the kind of thing that can go under like a flannel or you can wear it with jeans or you can wear it over a swimsuit um or you can wear it to bed it it applies to everything and then the piece of clothing that is in my wardrobe rotation on the rig that is the oldest, but that I have not had the longest, is a German shirt that was a gift from the mother of a friend of mine to my mother, who then gifted it to me. Um, it is black and red, and it has a really cool, like, almost tile inspired floral pattern on it that I love. It is a petite, so it is cropped on me, even though that is not the intent of the shirt. And the not kind of boring basic item that I have had the longest and is still in my rotation is a very cool dress that my mother made me that is blue and it has like a little sailor collar with a yellow ribbon that ties at the front and I think it's adorable and I still wear it regularly even though it's starting to kind of wear but you know that's it that was a long time of me talking about my clothes so to give you all a break I'm gonna play another song this one is called Neighborhood and it is by, who is it by? Let me check. 
American authors. Listen up, folks. I left my mother feeling sick in a bedroom. My daddy told me, son, you best grow up. I told my friends they can find me on the internet. And here we are again. You, about to listen to me. Me, about to answer questions from my fans, my peers strangers on the internet, all the best people to take questions from. And I think right now is really the time to hear another question from my great co-host and frequent listener of the show, Bobby Castillo. So, Bobby, take it away. Hey, Adara, it's Bobby, your co-host. In our house, there's a lot of sick people, and I know when each of us gets sick, there's certain required uh, goodies that help us to get through being sick. I know for Emily, she has to have ginger ale and saltines. Um, for Weston, our son, he has to have tapioca and orange juice. Um, so what special goodies do you make sure you have to make sure you have when you are not feeling good that help you to brave the storm of sickness. I must know. All right, bye. Well, Bobby, this is an excellent question. Thank you for asking. Hmm. The things that I really need when I'm sick, I think are actually kind of similar to Weston's. If when I was sick, I could just eat tapioca pudding um, preferably the cozy shack kind, just in a tub that was near me at all times. And, uh, one of those, like, ten-pound boxes of those delicious Setsuma oranges. Ugh, I love those things. And, you know, that'd be getting a lot of vitamin C in, even though vitamin C has been shown to not really be helpful in colds, and that macro-dosing vitamin C could potentially lead to a slightly shorter lifespan but really that isn't very proven so who knows take vitamin c don't take vitamin c right now the science says that it doesn't work that great but that's all right because those tiny little oranges are delicious other things i feel like i really love to have when i'm sick are kale just like sauteed kale I'm a simple girl. Um, sliced apples. That's important to me. Mint tea, preferably a sleepy time variety so that you get the mint and the chamomile and the box with the cute little bear on it. All of those make me feel better when I'm sick. And in an ideal scenario, I also have like toast with butter on it, which I know doesn't sound that exciting. But in my home, it's actually very exciting. We don't always have toast. None of those things will really, like, cure an illness, but I think they make me happier while I have it, even though it also kind of makes me sad because I'm, like, sick, so I can't taste as well, and then these delicious things that I love to eat don't taste as good. You know how it is. Well, before I continue talking about what it's like to be sick and eat food 
something that I'm sure no one else has experienced. And this is all a really unique expression that it's totally new to y'all. I am going to save myself by playing a song that I think kind of reflects what it's like to be sick in a household full of sick people. Also, keeping with the theme of being a downer. So, this is Drowning by Aaron Doe. Just kidding. This is Drowning by Aaron Doe. And this is Community Radio. The show you're listening to now is called Dream Infringement, and the show you're listening to inside of Dream Infringement is called Ask Adara. That's a segment of the show where I take questions from everyone, mainly people on Instagram and my co-hosts, but you fit into one of those categories, and I'll take your questions. Now, we actually only have one question left for the hour, which is a little bit sad. So if you're listening, get out your phone, go to Instagram, put out just one more question for me so that I can round out this hour just right. Or I'll make up questions of my own and, you know, ask them to myself. I can do that. Really, no one can stop me. But before I go mad with power, I will take in one last question from co-host Emily Castillo. And that is, what would be the worst thing to hear as you're going under anesthesia before a major surgery? And I found this question interesting because it's actually somewhat applicable to a story one of my nursing professors recently told me. She shared that early in her career as a nurse, she was asked to bring in a patient his meal before going into heart surgery. Um, and of course, with surgery, you are often required to not eat for 12 hours previous to it. So as she brought it in, she said, here's your last meal. Um, and while that's not just about to go under anesthesia, it does seem like a bad thing to hear from a medical professional before you go into surgery. Other things that I probably wouldn't want to hear would be, whoa, what is that? Or I've never seen anything like this before. Or perhaps just like crying in the background. Uh, wise Filipino nurse saying, you've got this to the med student performing my surgery. What else? Um, I'm so hungover. That would be a bad thing to hear. Ugh, my wife and I just got in another fight. Also a bummer to hear. Um, I think in terms of music, I know there are some songs that I wouldn't want to hear. Mostly like really dancey songs or songs that require singing along. Because I know if I were doing the surgery, I would get distracted if like you know, Bad Girls by M.I.A. come on. My 
co-host Bobby has given me the suggestion. He's got a gun for one of the things that you would not want to hear before going under anesthesia for your major surgery. And he is correct. I would not want to hear that at all. Please don't ever make me hear that when I'm going into major surgery. Really, ever. But also, I just don't really want to do major surgery. Um, which seems like kind of a cop-out as a nursing student. But it is factual. I don't want to take surgery. I don't want to have surgery happen, and I don't want any of you to have surgery happen, unless you need it, and then you should do it because it's probably better in the long run, but, you know, it should be more of a last resort kind of deal, is I suppose what I'm saying, and I'm gonna stop mumbling because I could go on and on and on and on and on about surgery for hours. I've done it to others, but I won't do it to you. And I won't do it to Marco Cook, who is going to come in in 10 minutes and play you some really cool world music. So you should stick around for Marco Cook's One World mini songs starting at 7. Until then, you can keep listening to the music that I play, starting with Surrender, a song by Winter Sleep. We're approaching the end of our time together, which I'll admit is a bummer. I'm going to miss you. I feel like we were starting to get really close and now I'm off abandoning you to some other DJ who is also great and very trustworthy and I'm sure you'll have a great time. But until then, I've got a couple more songs for you. Um, But this is probably the last words you're going to hear from me. So really soak them up cherish them, appreciate them, get what you can out of them. Yeah. And those words are essentially that this is the end of dream infringement. And I hope that you enjoyed it. You can always check us out on Instagram and Facebook by searching the words dream infringement. Uh, There you'll find behind the scenes pictures, playlists from the show, links to show recordings. Just type in dream infringement. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, and we really enjoy everyone's uh, comments and feedback, especially on Apple Podcasts. Getting five-star reviews from you is super important. Also, check out KSKQ for info about the station and other great shows on the network. All right. I said a couple songs. Really, I meant one, but it's one good one. It is Heart of Glass by Blondie. That's it for now, folks. See you soon.